Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. My first period started at a roller skating rink, listening to Summertime by Fresh Prince, also known as Will Smith. I was in jean shorts and had a long Paula Abdul shirt on that was cinched to the side because this was 1991. I remember running to the bathroom after skating to a Madonna song and being in total utter shock that I had this big red stain that went down into my jean shorts. I immediately just gathered a ton of toilet paper because I knew that I wasn't going to be home to see my mom for another four hours. And let's be honest, I was way too embarrassed to tell anyone at the birthday party that I was at. Luckily, that little Paula Abdul shirt that I was wearing was long enough to cover my butt and the stain. Now, when I got home that night, it took me a while to finally get the courage to tell my mom that I started my period. I remember she took me upstairs, handed me some pads, and that was basically the end of the conversation. And I still felt really embarrassed and a little confused about what was going on with my body. Do you remember the day you started your first period? Did you know it was coming? See, growing up in a Catholic family, we didn't talk about down there. There was always so much stigma around our menstrual cycle. At times, it felt like more than an inconvenience. It felt taboo, so I rarely brought it up. I just tolerated this monthly issue that I had to deal with every single month. Now, when I started having inconsistent periods, I was around 18 years old. It was right before I was heading off to college. And I was put on the pill to regulate my cycle. And I remember going to the doctor and sharing that my cycle was on and off and that my periods were pretty bad when I had them. I was so tired of all the pain. And I'm not going to pretend I had some pretty serious PMS symptoms. And I will never forget, like after that first pill didn't work, my doctor immediately recommended the Depo Provera shot. And she sold me on the idea of only having to take this shot every three months, and I would not have a period. And initially, I thought that was pretty, pretty awesome. But I also remember asking if taking a shot of hormones every three months was even safe. And she told me not only was it safe, but it was my best option given that the other pills just weren't working for me. So I said yes, because I didn't know any better. At the time, I was headed into college, and honestly, I just didn't want to be inconvenienced. I knew that I wanted to study hard, and it was one less thing that I was going to have to worry about. Saying yes to that doctor and that depo shot was one of the biggest mistakes that I made with my health. I had no idea that I was shutting off all of my hormones and my menstrual cycle. I had no idea the horrible side effects that I would begin to experience almost immediately. It felt like I had entered hell at the age of 18. 
If only I knew more about my menstrual cycle, that it was the fifth vital sign as a key indicator of my health and well-being, especially at that age. If only I knew that the depo shot was going to make me feel like I was literally losing my mind. The headaches, the bloating, the weight gain, the mood swings, and the depression, it was almost more than I could bear. Why didn't that doctor warn me? What was she thinking? After a year, I couldn't tolerate it anymore, and I stopped getting the depo shot. It took six months to get my period back, and I never, never use birth control again from 20 years old until today. It makes me wonder how many young girls she recommended the depo shot and to wonder what happened to them, especially if they were recommended it to regulate their cycle. See, birth control pills don't regulate your cycle. No, never. It really upsets me to hear that your doctor recommended the pill to regulate your cycle because it does just the opposite. Birth control pills mask symptoms, and those symptoms often get worse over time because the real root cause, the actual problem that's creating that menstrual cycle irregularity was never addressed. Now, if you have a similar story, I want you to know that I relate and I feel you. I know what it feels like to not feel at home in my own body, and that's why I am committed to getting you the answers that you deserve. I won't stop uncovering the causes for hormonal imbalance. I won't stop digging into the research and fighting for all of us. As I work on my new book, I am reading everything I can get my hands on. For my last book, The EO Hormone Solution, I have over 40 pages of cited research. I cannot emphasize the importance of knowing your body and understanding and tracking your menstrual cycle. In my last episode, literally just last week with Nicole Jardim, one of my dearest friends, this was episode 145 if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, we explored the importance of tracking your cycle and why your period and your menstrual cycle is, most importantly, a key indicator of your health, especially if you're still cycling. If you're not cycling, no worries, no concern to to be had. That is a normal process that we move into when we go into menopause. Now today, I want to dive deeper and share how to own each phase of your cycle so that you really feel like you are empowered and that you can make moves and you can plan, you can strategize around your cycle. It gives us that power. But before we jump in, I want to take a moment and I want to celebrate your wins because every week you blow my mind. Every day I hear from new listeners who were recommended by you. And one such listener is Sandra from Brentwood, Tennessee. She reached out to me on Instagram about a week ago. Here's what Sandra had to say. It has been such a long road for me. I was just about to give up hope that I would never feel like myself again. And I got a text from one of my college friends and she sent me an episode on autoimmunity that you had done back in the spring. Holy crap. It was exactly what I needed. That episode led me to a doctor who finally figured out my root cause, and I'm finally feeling like myself again in only four months. I don't even believe it some days, but I am so grateful. Thank you so much for sharing your win, Sandra. I am so happy to shout you out today. 
Congratulations on figuring out your root cause for what's driving whatever autoimmunity that may be that you are fighting with right now. If you are listening, Sandra, I would be honored to gift you a signed copy of my Essential Oil Hormone Solution book with a personal note from me. Just reach out to me back on Instagram at Dr. Marisa, that's D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A, and we will get it sent to you. Now, if you are listening, number one, welcome to this episode. Welcome to the show. This podcast, if you haven't figured it out, it is all about empowering you when it comes to women's health. And I would love to shout you out too. So if any of these episodes have served you in any capacity, holler at me, let me know. You can reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, or simply review this podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you are loving right now. That way we get this information and hormone deep dive episodes to your best friend, your mama, even your cousin who may not be clear about what is going on with them. By empowering women with knowledge about their bodies, we create unstoppable women who are becoming the CEO of their health. So let's dive in to owning our menstrual cycles. Now, if you know me at all, you know that it's my mission to support women everywhere. And I can't think of a better way to help you tap into your physical and emotional potential than by giving you a simple guide to your menstrual cycle, plus, of course, supplements, self-care rituals, essential oils to support you at each and every phase. So let's first lay the groundwork for how your cycle works. There are specifically four phases of your menstrual cycle, menstruation, the follicular phase, ovulation, and the luteal phase. Each phase can feel wildly different, even though most women only pay attention to the parts of their cycle that can typically feel uncomfortable and difficult. Well, it's time to flip that script and take your power back. So let's talk about how your period works. About every 28 days, your body undergoes the process of growing a uterine lining called the endometrium. Your endometrium thickens each month in preparation for a fertilized egg. If that egg gets fertilized, you're having a baby. If that egg isn't fertilized, then your uterine lining sheds and it results in a familiar time of the month, your period. The onset of bleeding marks day one of your cycle, and we generally count from there. Now, midway through your cycle is around day 13, 14, and the last day of your cycle before you start bleeding again is usually day 28. Now, it is normal for cycles to vary in length from 25 to 30 days. I highly recommend tracking your period with an app. I really like these particular apps, Flow, Eve, and Clue. That way, not only do you know where you're at in your cycle at any given time, but you are never surprised by your period again. Plus, there is so much power in knowing each phase of your cycle and what you can expect physically and emotionally from each and every week. Now, many women have shared with me that they are a little ashamed of certain parts of their cycle, namely their period and the PMS phase. And I can completely relate. As I shared with you earlier, I grew up feeling very ashamed about the entire process, especially my period. But I've learned that there is absolutely nothing to be ashamed with. Let me just say, I am in such awe of women in general, but most specifically for bringing life into this world. Our strength and resilience is something to be honored. Our cycle is a rite of passage to fully express being a woman. And let's be honest, men can't have a period and they cannot bring life into this world. 
So it's time to be in awe of our bodies. Your body and your hormones aren't something to fight against or be mad at. Instead, begin to listen to your body and work with the different phases of your cycle so you can thrive in your career, with your partner, with your kids, and to save your sanity no matter what time of the month it is. How does that sound? Here is how to navigate the four phases of your menstrual cycle. As we journey through each phase of the cycle, it's important to keep in mind that every person's cycle is different. Plenty of perfectly healthy women have periods on different lengths, experience different energy levels and symptoms throughout. Your moods and symptoms may even fluctuate month to month or throughout your life. And it really depends. I'll give you an example. Last month, we had our big, big launch, our big essential oil hormone summit launch. And I was working around the clock to raise that money to really educate tens of thousands of women. And I'm not going to lie, I probably didn't do all of my self-care. I probably wasn't sleeping as well as I should. So when my menstrual cycle came about a week ago, or my, my period came a week ago, I had a little bit stronger PMS symptoms than normal. And it really was an indicator that I was probably dealing with more stress. I was probably not getting enough sleep. I was feeling a little bit more burned out those couple of weeks prior. And it really kind of came at me during my period. So just note that Absolutely. When I'm taking super great care of myself, I'm getting my body on track. I'm honoring my body. My periods are like ease and grace. But if I don't take care of myself, man, I feel it. I experience it. It's like the wrath that comes after me those next couple of weeks. So just a heads up, something to be thinking about. If you are concerned about your period and your menstrual cycle and you think that your hormones may be off, I want you to know this podcast showcases so many amazing hormone episodes, as you can imagine, including the one I just mentioned earlier with Nicole Jardim. She is literally known as the period fixer. So if you are concerned, definitely go back to episode 145 check that episode out and go and check out Nicole Jardim. She is a rock star and she can get your period back on track. All right, let's break it down. Phase number one, your menstruation, days one through seven. So day one of your cycle marks the first day you start bleeding and it usually lasts anywhere from three to seven days. Hormone-wise, your progesterone levels just took a massive nosedive to its lowest point, Also, estrogen and testosterone are going to take a nosedive as well. Yes, all three hormones drop to their lowest level. So it's no surprise that we feel a little off. We feel a little irritable when our hormones tank for a couple of days. Low sex hormones can result in painful cramping due to the contractions of your uterus as it sheds, plus fatigue, brain fog, low libido from a tanked estrogen and testosterone levels. Low productivity, confidence, and mood swings are also common during this time. However, help is on the way. Estrogen will begin to increase again and continue to slowly rise through the follicular phase. More estrogen will mean relief from these symptoms. So how do we thrive, right? How do we thrive during our period? Number one, it's most important to be gentle with yourself during those first few days of your period. And here are some ways to thrive during your menstruation. Number one, save the heavy workouts for another time and focus on a brisk walk outside or a restorative yoga class. I never do well 
doing really hardcore workouts the first couple of days of my period. And if I do decide to do it for whatever reason, I always regret it because I feel like crap and I'm pretty grouchy throughout the whole process. Next, replenish your iron stores with iron-rich foods like shellfish, spinach, organ meats, grass-fed liver, red meat, pumpkin seeds. This is especially important if you know you're a heavy bleeder like me. Also, consider taking magnesium glycinate, about 300 milligrams per day before going to bed, zinc, omega-3 fatty acids, and activated B vitamins because they are all great for cramps, headaches, fogginess, anxiousness, liver support, and hormone pathways. So I recommend taking all of these all the time, but especially during PMS, like your premenstrual syndrome, if you have it, and then through your cycle or through your, your menstruation. Clear your calendar of social events so you can spend more alone time as you might find yourself craving that alone time. This is probably not the time to make massive plans or go on a date with someone new, right? Just honor what your body's going through. Remove stressful situations during this phase. Most specifically, avoid, again, strenuous workouts. Fill your fridge with nutrient-dense foods. Take a hot bath with Epsom salts and essential oils like lavender, cedarwood, I'm thinking all my favorite essential oils right now, clary sage. Those are some of my favorites for for Epsom salt baths. Clearly, I have a ton of recipes in the EO Hormone Solution book. And then go to bed an hour earlier than normal or really lock in that evening routine. Now, if you're looking for some hormone support self-care rituals, especially during your period, my book is filled with them. I have rituals for exhaustion, rituals for stress, rituals for cravings, rituals for bedtime, rituals for, I mean, name it, rituals for everything. Let's be honest. And if you're partnered up, do not be shy about asking for help or at least some compassion during this time. My husband is the best at this. He is so attuned to my cycle and gives me a lot of grace during my period. And I also have no problem announcing that I am having a grouchy day. Like some days, that's just the way it is. I use a lot of oils, but I let my husband know I'm feeling super grouchy, so watch out. So here's essential oils to support your period. My go-to essential oil, probably the the reigning queen here is gonna be clary sage. It's great This oil is great for your menstruation. It's amazing for cramps, anxiety, sleep, worry, even feelings of irritability or grouchiness. And I love my PMS Support Roller Blend. So this is a 10 mil roller. It's in my book as well. It's also on Instagram in case you can't find it or you're not able to write it down. It's 10 drops of clary sage. Again, we really want that oil to shine bright in this blend because she is such a powerhouse for your period. Eight drops of lavender, eight drops of geranium, four drops of bergamot, and four drops of alingaling. You're gonna top that off, like put all those oils in. Again, the clary sage, lavender, geranium, bergamot, and alingaling. You're going to fill it up after the oils with fractionated coconut oil, whatever carrier oils you love, and apply to the ovaries, apply to the wrists, apply to the neck. And if you want to manage any type of menstrual pain or just help to support hormones, use a castor oil pack to help manage the cramps. I love castor oil packs. You can find them on Amazon. You can find one of my dear friends, Dr. Marisol, sells them as well. And then my instant energy blend, which is literally just one drop of wild orange, one drop of peppermint, rub your palms together. I actually have the blend in front of me right now. I'm just going to smell it really quickly. And I'm going to just, because why not? Who doesn't need a little extra instant energy like all the time? So I'm going to rub it together. 
breathe it in, and I never leave home without this blend, but I sure, surely never, never, never not have it during my period. All right, let's move into phase number two, follicular phase. This is day one through three. So yes, your menstrual your menstrual period, your menstruation is a part of this, but the follicular phase is that first phase of your cycle up until ovulation. Now, the follicular phase starts on day one of your cycle. It lasts about 13 days or until ovulation. Hormones can change a lot during this phase with low estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone during those first few days. And then you gradually begin to increase testosterone and estrogen as you move towards day 14. Now, you will not experience a spike in progesterone until the luteal phase. That's the, that is going to be the third phase after ovulation. It's important to know, and a lot of people do not know this, that you have to ovulate in order for progesterone to be released in the luteal phase through the corpus luteum. Ovulation is the main event of your menstrual cycle. It's what it's all for. And if you don't ovulate, you can't ramp up that progesterone in phase in that phase three luteal phase. So super, super important. That's why we want to be tracking to make sure you're ovulating. During this time, your body begins to prepare for the potential pregnancy by pumping out that hormone called follicular stimulating hormone, FSH. This stimulates the egg in the ovaries to grow and rising estrogen thickens the endometrium. As estrogen and progesterone rise during this phase, you start to feel a little bit more like yourself again increase in energy, brain function, mood. You start to feel more confident and powerful and you're willing to take on more tasks. It's like you're getting your mojo back. As your sex hormones start to increase, you'll begin to get your energy and your drive back. And here are some fun things that you can do during this follicular phase, especially as you crawl out of like day five to day seven. You can start scheduling those big meetings, putting those networking and social events back on the calendar around day seven. It's also an excellent time to be speaking, to be doing public appearances, you know, showing off your new shoes, whatever that looks like. I know I love to show off my new shoes. This is also a good time to initiate new projects at work or at home and make some important decisions. I've been making some really big important decisions these last couple of days as I move into day seven, eight, and nine of my cycle. I am feeling like I'm getting my groove back. I did a hardcore workout today. I'm gonna go out into the world. I've got a couple meetings. You know, like it's it's really where a lot of that juice comes into play. Brainstorming, problem solving will be major strengths during this phase. Speaking up in those meetings or at work or joining a new meetup group, planning business strategy meetings. I mean, that is what we have been doing all weekend long. Also, you're beginning to feel energetic and sexy again. So again, bust out those favorite outfits. I'm in a super cute outfit right now. Plan those date nights. Rising estrogen and testosterone mean you can handle, again, strenuous workouts. However, be sure to wait a few days to get in that CrossFit class or that hardcore class or that Orange Theory class and make sure that you're taking your supplements and eating plenty of iron-rich foods. As the follicular phase gets going, not only will you feel good, you will look good. Higher estrogen levels means your skin is more firm and you have better elasticity. I don't know what it is. Like you just feel slimmer. You just feel like you're about to conquer the world. So here are some essential oils for phase two. This is the time of the month, especially after day seven, as you head into ovulation, where you get to start pushing it because you can. You've got the energy, you've got the stamina, you've got the go get at it 
girl, right? You've got all that in inside of you. So I love to, again, boost energy levels. I love to get energy going. I love a lot of citruses. I love a lot of mints. My instant energy blend still continues to carry me through, but I also have this get it done roller blend that I love. And I just want you to know that I love to get it done. So this blend is one of my favorites. It's another roller, a 10 mil roller. Again, we kick off with my two favorites. We just talked about them. Eight drops of peppermint, eight drops of wild orange, four drops of of rosemary to kind of kick that alertness and that memory and focus into gear. And then six drops of frankincense because again, it's powerful for neuroplasticity and ensuring that your brain is firing like a fine-tuned machine. So all of those oils go into the 10 mil roller, top it off with fractionated coconut oil, roll it back of your neck. You can roll it on your wrist. You can roll it on your palms and breathe it in, whatever feels good to you. I love to roll it on my palms, get that full experience, and then I'm off to the races. We're now diving into phase three, and this is ovulation. What did I say earlier? This is the main event. Ovulation is short, yet a critical part of your cycle, one that many women don't even notice. Around day 14 or so, your pituitary gland secretes a hormone called luteinizing hormone that causes the ovary to release the matured egg. It then travels through the fallopian tube where it stays for about 24 hours, waiting patiently to be fertilized. While I have some patients who will experience a little bit of a dip in energy during ovulation, most women feel their most powerful, energetic, and sexy around this time. The ovulatory phase is your body's opportunity at baby making. After all, you are going to be feeling that confidence, you're going to be feeling fit, and you're going to be feeling very communicative. Sensual feelings will increase, and you might find yourself distracted by thoughts of seducing your partner. You might experience a heightened sense of vision, smell, taste, and find it easy to verbalize your thoughts and feelings. You are feeling that, right? You've got that confidence, and you are using your mouth to tell them what you want. Powerful sex hormones are peaking at this time, so get ready to take advantage of all that yummy energy. Here are some ways to thrive during ovulation. Again, phenomenal time to socialize, network, problem solve, date night. With your energy at a all time high, definitely step up those workout classes. Feel free to take on a bigger project. And it is because your, your confidence is through the roof. Make some time to try something new, something that you've been holding off, putting off. But now that you've got that little extra oomph, go and get it. Essential oils for phase three. This is the time, whether you're in a relationship or not, that your body is in baby-making mode, as I mentioned earlier. So stoke those fires of sensual passion. I have a beautiful passion perfume, and this passion perfume can be used to motivate. It can be used to drive. It can be used to really just kind of get into that inner presence, that inner woman that you've got. It doesn't matter if you have a partner or not. Feeling sexy and desired will always make your hormones happy. This aphrodisiac oil smells amazing. I love this blend so much. I wear it a lot of the time. I I especially wear it during this phase in my cycle. But if I need to get my motivation and my mojo, this is my blend. So it's, again, it's a 10 mil roller because I love having these rollers on me. It's five drops of sandalwood, five drops of alingaling, two drops of cinnamon or cassia. Either one works. Cassia is easier, more accessible, so definitely use cassia. It's also a little sweeter. Four drops of jasmine or four drops of neroli. You're going to put those oils into a 10 ml roller, top it off with any carrier oil of your choice. 
I like Jehovah oil when it comes to perfume. And then apply it to the wrist, the neck, the inner arm, the back of the knees, I and mean, whatever feels good to you. You can actually even make this into a sensual massage by doing four tablespoons of a carrier oil or five tablespoons of a carrier oil. So you really can extend the power of this blend and have it applied to you. So I love, love, love this blend. Now that you've got phase three, under wrap, let's move into phase four, the luteal phase. This is day 15 to 28. This phase has two halves and typically lasts 12 to 16 days. Ideally, the luteal phase should be the closest to should be closest to 14 days for it's considered to be optimal. For, it's optimal for your fertile cycle. This is, of course, isn't the case for everyone, but evidence suggests that a 14-day luteal phase is ideal for most women. After ovulation, progesterone begins to increase to prepare your body for pregnancy, and it starts to steadily decline if you're not pregnant, along with estrogen, testosterone, follicular stimulating hormone, and luteinizing hormone until the day one of your period. Quick note, progesterone is a heat-inducing hormone that actually rises your basal temperature for the remainder of the luteal phase. So if you're using the daisy, um, or you're tracking your basal temperature, you're going to see it go up with the increase of progesterone. The first half of your luteal phase, you are usually still feeling pretty good. Estrogen hasn't tanked yet and progesterone is slowly going up and remaining steady. During the second week of the luteal phase, estrogen will slightly rise again in preparation for pregnancy, if there is no pregnancy, estrogen and progesterone will drop and cause the uterine lining to shed. That second week is usually when we start to experience those PMS symptoms. So premenstrual symptoms vary woman to woman, but most of us will want to clear the calendar and settle in, like settle in for a more relaxing experience. Grab those Netflix shows, grab those healthy snacks, those nutrient-dense snacks, and here are some ways to thrive during your follicular phase. In that second week, right, energy starts to dip. So it's time to replace those heavier workouts again with yoga, hiking, lighter cardio. Same goes for our social life. Replace those big events and date nights with some cozy plans at home. You can still do a little date. Just do a cozy date. Maybe you're in your jammies. You're not in your stilettos, right? While most women report having feeling fatigued at this time of the month, it's also a great time to flex your creative muscles. Journaling, drawing, maybe starting that knitting project that you've had your eyes on, maybe starting to write that book that if you've been wanting to write a book, it's common to experience cravings during this time of the month, especially carb-rich cravings. So feel free to indulge a little bit. I love sweet potatoes. I love squash. I love lots of, especially squashes, like I love butternut squash soup, especially during this time of my, my period and this time of the year. Now, you're most likely also going to feel a little bit of pain, potentially, because again, the rise in prostaglandins that are happening are usually causing those premenstrual related headaches, neck aches, back aches, and all around pain, those, those menstrual cramps are going to be coming around the corner. So grab some clary sage, or I want you to make my superwoman blend, which I'm going to share in just a moment to reduce these symptoms. And then take a luxurious bath, use hot water bottles, use castor oil packs, and rest. Regarding those indulgences, again, important to drink a lot of water during this phase. 
to take your supplements, start taking those supplements if you haven't. Focus on nutrient-rich veggies, like I mentioned earlier. And then my go-to oils for dealing with the cupcake stare down or the Reese's Pieces stare down or the whatever, whatever it is that you fall in love with, the chips and guacamole stare down, peppermint and grapefruit oils are great for nixing those cravings and winning those stare downs. Now here are my favorite essential oils for this phase. Again, a lot going on during this phase, tanking energy levels, lower libido, major carb cravings, but this is the blend that I always recommend to my patients during this time of the month, during PMS and going into your menstruation. It's also important to practice really good self-care. This could mean eating nourishing foods, taking a yoga class, going to bed early at night, reading your favorite book, getting a massage, and anything that feels nourishing and balancing to you. When we honor our body's innate need for rest and relaxation during this phase, you will enhance your ability to get more out of the active phases of your cycle. So I just want to repeat that. If you honor your body and you slow it down during the second phase of your luteal cycle and into your period, you will really be able to take action in phase one, two, and three, right? In the follicular phase and ovulation. Now, when those PMS symptoms come up, as I mentioned, I am going to share with you my Superwoman blend. Now, this blend is ideal for balancing mood, menstrual cramps, fatigue, cravings, and overwhelm. Here is the Superwoman blend. And if you haven't made it, it's all over my Instagram. I even have an Instagram highlight on the Superwoman blend. It's in the book, the EO Hormone Solution. I mean, I got it everywhere. So it is a 10 mil roller, 12 drops of clary sage, 10 drops of lavender, five drops of geranium, five drops of cedarwood, and four drops of alang-alang. Again, you're gonna place all the drops in the 10 mil roller, fill it off with fractionated coconut oil, roll it over the ovaries, the pulse points, neck, ankle, even in the inner arm is where I love to put it. I would say two to four times per day. Really use it when you need it, right? You can't overuse this blend. So just get in it. Use it when you feel you need a little self-love. You need a little reset. You need a little time for yourself. Getting to know your unique cycle is such an insightful journey. If this resonated with you, amazing. I am so glad to hear it. If you're listening to this and thought, this isn't how my cycle feels at all, then it could be an early sign of hormonal imbalance. But not to worry. A huge part of what I do includes helping women get their hormones back on track using real whole foods, lifestyle changes, and of course, targeted oil blends and rituals. Keep tuning into this podcast to learn simple ways to get your hormones back on track. Even better, if you're like, I need to get these hormones balanced now, today, Go and get my book. It's on Amazon. It's 50% off right now. The EO Hormone Solution for more remedies and dialed-in solutions. I will have the link in the show notes for episode 146. That is what this episode is. And I just want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening into the Essentially You podcast. I hope you took away so much. I know when I first learned this for the first time, I was blown away. And the immediately thought, immediate thought was, why didn't anyone ever tell me this. I could have just misstepped. I could have not ever had to go through that crazy, nasty, horrible journey that I went through for that year on that depot shot. I just would have done things so much differently. And we think about the times where we would have done things differently for our bodies. We want to make sure that we change 
the next generation. We, we educate and we empower that next generation. So if you learn something today and maybe you're already out of your cycle or, or you're in menopause or wherever you're at in that journey, be sure to share this with a niece. Maybe it's a daughter. Maybe it's even a granddaughter because the way in which we empower them to feel like they are living their best life, to feel like they're they're owning their best health is by providing this type of information. So share this episode with someone that you think, my goodness, is going through some really hard menstrual cycle issues and don't know where to start, doesn't know where to start, has never been told this information. Goodness knows my generation. If you grew up like me, you were not told this. It, it took me many years to figure it out. Now, I am going to continue this menstrual cycle conversation. I am going to be continuing this conversation about the menstrual cycle with a dear friend and author, Kristen. We're going to be talking about how to deal with hormonal imbalances. It's going to be a great episode. I can't wait for you to tune in to the next one. And until then, have an amazing day. 